0: Hey, hey, what's up, my man? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you guys are here today. I hope you're having an incredible day. I know I am, and I am really excited to get into our content today as well. Uh, Look, we're talking about a really important subject, a little bit of a harrowing one today. We're talking about Ted Bundy, and it's a sad story, but I really feel like it's one that needs to be told. And it has been told before. I, I'm not new to this, um, or I'm not the first one to do this, rather. But I don't feel like it's been told enough. And so we're, we're going to we're gonna dive into it. It's a little bit more sobering today, what we're going through. But really important and really vital. And for those of you whose lives have been impacted by pornography, directly or indirectly, I think you're going to find this story to be really eye-opening and really, really uh, probably affirming and, and validating in a lot of ways. So we're going to dive into all of that. Now, really quickly, guys, if you do not have my book yet, The Last Relapse, this is my blueprint for recovery. I, I literally don't pull anything out. There was nothing that I was like, oh, that's that's too much. You know, this is the stuff we charge for. I literally, everything that we charge for, I condensed into that book. And so if you're looking to make a full recovery, maybe you're like, yeah, Cynthia, you got your program. That's cool. I don't know if I'm there yet, but send me the book. I want to learn more about it. Well, all you have to do is go to the last relapsebook.com you can have a free copy delivered to your inbox in a matter of mere seconds all you got to do is put your email in we'll send it straight to you my gift to you the lord really told me a couple of years ago Cynthia you got your business off the ground you're able to pay your bills through your coaching services and your program so it's time to start giving back and so i mean i literally the the first full year of deep clean i took all the profits of the company and i put it into this book and then, as I was completing the book, God was like, "All right, well, you're gonna give that thing away for free. You know that thing you spent like thousands of dollars on? Yeah, you're gonna give that thing away for free." And so, um, look, I I just I I do my best to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, and we have been able to help thousands of guys quit porn just through the book alone. And so, if you don't have your copy of it yet, thelastrelapse.com. Sorry, thelastrelapsebook.com. And if you are more of a physical reader or you want the audio book, those are all available on all major platforms. And all the money that we make from those sales go towards furthering the gospel in Muslim villages in Uganda. So you really can't lose by getting your hands on that book, guys. So go ahead, grab your copy, thelastrelapsebook.com. Okay, let's get into today's subject matter. So Ted Bundy is considered to be one of the world's most notorious serial Killers. Now, this guy was actually a white collared man. He went to law school. He was an established and relatively accomplished lawyer. But behind closed doors, he was basically seducing women and then he was uh, kidnapping them. He would brutally beat them, rape them, and then he would kill them. And that is unbelievably morbid. I know I blitzed through that pretty quickly. Those are all pretty heavy terms. So just let that sink in for a minute, because I personally don't really understand how somebody could ever reach that point. Um, I've had some pretty harrowing and dark thoughts in my day. Um, nothing along those lines, you know. He he really was just a, a a very unique kind of character in that regard. Here's why I want to bring up his story today, and here's why it's relevant to you. So. Um, eventually, he was caught. He was exposed, and um, his count uh, at least documented homicides was thirty. Okay, and he targeted a specific kind of young woman. Um, it was really uh, it just um, awful. Honestly, just like evil. It, it was it was straight up evil. So, his ultimate sentence that was decided by the court of law was that he would be put to death by the electric chair. So. Here is like the the days leading up to him being put to death. And you can just imagine the press coverage of a story like this. I mean, this guy could have literally been on probably any platform in the world that he wanted to be on. And they would have said yes, and they would have interviewed him. And those would have been, you know, maybe his last interview before he was put to death. Well, the only interview that he actually agreed to, he had thousands of requests, was Focus on the Family with Dr. James Dobson, which was a huge show in the Christian space back in the day. And so, again, we're talking about millions of viewers that would have tuned in live to watch this interview. So the obvious question, you know, other than like how are you feeling about dying tomorrow and, you know, some of the more current events, the the obvious question that anybody would want to know is why do you think you did what you did? Like, do you have an explanation for your outrageous behavior? So... This is now, this is um, a kind of pieced together. Like, I can't give you his full response. These are short form episodes that we do here on this podcast. But just, just listen, just listen to these little excerpts, okay? This is Ted Bundy. I led a normal life, except for this one small, but very potent, very destructive secret. It started as softcore pornography, and then it became more and more violent. I kept craving something harder and pornography would only take me so far. So what are we, what, where, where are we going with this? Well, the, one of the world's most notorious homicidal maniacs who has been put to death by the electric chair because his crimes were so heinous, when asked about why he you know, resorted to this kind of loony behavior, he did not talk about his upbringing. He didn't talk about anger. He didn't talk about grief or some kind of unprocessed emotion. He didn't talk about bitterness or resentment towards a particular person. He he didn't talk about any hate towards a particular people group, and he was trying to exact his revenge. Although maybe you could make some arguments that all these things were at play, but the thing that he was the most aware of after being in prison for years and reflecting on his own notorious behavior was pornography is the reason this all happened. I don't know about you. I think that's mortifying. So let's go a step further, okay? So he so he says I led a normal life, but then I had I porn behind closed doors. Then he said something interesting. I kept craving something harder. So it was it it was what we know as desensitization, right? In other words, it it's no longer doing it for me. I'm not getting my hit or my fill, and so we look for something more intense we look for something that is novel because novelty enhances pleasure we look for something that basically is harder those are his his words but his his conclusion eventually now keep in mind this is back in I believe the 80s I think he was put to death in 1989 I might be wrong about that don't quote me on that um he, I, I was I was born in 1990 so Cut me some slack, sorry. But he, he, the point is it was pre-internet, uh, certainly pre-broadband internet and smartphone and all that stuff. So the portal he could access would only take him so far. Now in today's day and age, that would be interesting. He would have maybe a little bit of a different trajectory, but ultimately he he decided to go and try to get his own real experiences, right? And the real experiences, you know, eventually you look for harder experiences. You try to Push the bounds. How far can I go with this? And before you know it, you become you know some homicidal serial killer. Uh, one more thing that he said is that this was the it was an indispensable link in the chain of behavior. And so what what he meant by that is, look, it wasn't just pornography alone, because obviously most people that are that are even watching like way worse porn than what he would have watched back in the day, they're not all becoming serial killers, right? So again, it's not the only thing. But what he's saying is, without this, my story doesn't end up as badly as it did. And I think that's reason enough for all of us to pay careful attention. So, the interesting thing for me is that, like, if, if you look at research, we had Joe Robertson on the podcast. She has actually researched the nature of mainstream pornography today. And her research concluded that about 80% of today's porn depicts violence and acts of aggression. So, what it tells you is that we're actually being pre-programmed and conditioned by way worse material, and what this could lead to down the road, well, who knows? Now, the one thing you might be thinking as you hear this is like, okay, yes, Athiya, I get it, but you know, Ted Bundy, I mean, come on, that's a little bit of an extreme situation. So Ted was then asked about you know other men in his prison because you know it's like, well, Ted, okay, obviously you're an extreme case even in a, a group of extreme cases, but you know, are, are you trying to say that like? Everybody in, in the prison watches pornography and that's why they all do terrible things. And this, these are his words. This is his language, okay? Like verbatim. Without exception, every one of them, talking about that man in his, in his prison, okay? Which is obviously would have been like a very high security prison. Without exception, every one of them was deeply involved with pornography. So the, the reality is, you know, porn may seem harmless or this may seem like an extreme story that you can't really identify with. But once you start to see that people around the world, like in, in, a, in, a, in a larger group, pornography is is at the center of this. I mean, if you hear about any kind of prison ministries, any prison experiences, I actually got to share about my book and preach at a very high security prison in Belgium about a year ago. Look, pornography is like, this is like their everything. You take away porn from them, they feel like they have nothing. So look. If you're listening to this, you're struggling with pornography. I'm not saying that you're going to end up in some penitentiary. Okay, just relax. But this is a really good reminder that this behavior does not stop where it is right now. Eventually, you will want more. And what that more looks like could be scary. It could be dangerous. It could lead you into some places that you never thought you'd be. So if you have not reached those places yet, now is the time to quit. Please quit before it's too late. I implore you. And if you have reached that point, then you need to get some help before things get worse or before this thing in secret does more damage. So look, that's why there's a link in the show notes for you to book a call with our team. You should be doing that if you've crossed that line. And if you haven't, you can still book a call with our team. Or if you want to start with the book, the last relapse, that's another great way to do it. Either way, guys, Get the help that you deserve. This stuff is not worth having. I've been clean seven and a half years. I'll tell you right now, they're the best years of my life. I can't imagine any other way and I want the same for you. So thank you guys so much for listening. Stay clean, okay? We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery.